1: This Webmaster Radio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches, and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and. Imagine, you're planning your end of year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? Clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010, Florida. December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this webmaster radio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of Webmaster Radio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
2: Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. Learn about the newest updates and plugins, as well as exclusive interviews with WordPress experts that are sure to help you enhance your skill set. Now, please welcome the hosts of the WordPress Community Podcast, Joost Evok and Frederick Towns.
3: So, hey everybody, welcome to another WordPress podcast. It's been a while because I was on trips all the time, being around the world, well, actually Europe, but that is the world as far as I'm concerned. Some pretty wonderful news came out, uh, which was that uh, Windows Live Spaces is going to be moving over to WordPress.com, which was some excellent news. So I, I tried to get some people on and I've actually got Tony Schneider, the CEO of Automatic, and Darmish, and I'm I'm very sorry, but I don't know if I'm going to pronounce your your last name right, Darmish. Uh Darmish, uh, Darmish Meta, of yes. my, director of product management for White, Windows Live, with me. Uh, thanks both for joining in on such sur- short notice.
4: No, happy to do it.
3: So, Tony, can you walk us through briefly what 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 you guys uh, just announced?
5: Absolutely, uh, nice to be on your podcast, first of all. So, we announced today that. Microsoft and Automatic have partnered to make WordPress.com the default blogging platform for Windows Live. And what that means is from now on, when Windows Live users create a new blog, that blog will be powered by WordPress.com. And it also means that we build a migration tool so the existing live spaces bloggers can move their sites over to WordPress.com and then keep blogging on our system.
3: Cool. Very cool. This is uh, and, and not for a, only a couple of bloggers, right? We're talking about a couple of million people. Yes,
5: uh, there are um, several million bloggers on Spaces. I should also mention that the the migration will happen over several months. There's a six month window, and people will have an option, of course, to opt in and move their blog over. Um, so we expect people to move over over time, and we, uh, we don't know how many of them will, but hopefully they'll really enjoy WordPress. <laughs>
3: yeah, so, so do I, and so do we all, I think. Uh, Dharmash what was the rationale for Microsoft to do this?
4: I mean, for us, we, um, we thought it's very important that we're able to provide a blogging experience for customers, um, and for them to be able to share that out with their friends. Um, and as we kind of looked at what's the best way to give our customers a great blogging experience. Um, rather than continuing to invest in spaces and trying to compete with WordPress.com, we actually think what WordPress.com is doing is great. Their product's is great. Um, and so we were just looking for you know, how can we offer this to our shared customers and find a great way through Messenger Connect to hook it up so people can still share it with their Messenger friends. Um, and Tony and team have been wonderful to work with, um, and I'm glad we've been able to deliver this together.
3: Yeah it sounds like a, a deal made in heaven. Um so is is there any money uh, flowing between the two of you or is it just you guys happy to uh, help help out your clients and Tony ha- happy to ha- have another couple million new possible clients?
5: Yeah there's there is no financial there's no money changing hands on this deal. This is really was about making sure that space's users are taken care of and that there's a ongoing relationship where we can provide great blogging services, and those blogs can still be connected back into Windows Live. And that, I want to say, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll echo Darmesh's praise. About, um, Microsoft has been great to work with on this, and it's really nice to see that a big company is taking such good care of their users, and really they've invested a ton to make this migration smooth for people, and to do this in a way that's really, you know, hopefully seen as an upgrade to their users and not as a, you know, being forced off the platform.
3: Now it, it sounds incredibly good indeed. The funny thing is uh, 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 that we had Josh Holmes from Microsoft on the podcast a couple months back talking about uh, WordPress and windows and all the stuff that Microsoft is doing related to uh, WordPress these days. Uh, and this seemed to flow in right in, in where we ended that conversation a couple months back in, in, in Microsoft showing that it has a lot of uh, love for WordPress apparently, so yeah, uh, really good to sure. see that. So where where will this take us? Will we see uh, will we be seeing more things uh, uh, between Microsoft and and Automatic and WordPress com?
4: I think you know as we both said uh, we've had a great relationship working with each other, and I hope we continue to find new and interesting ways to continue to do that. So um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you see some new stuff from us in the future.
5: Yeah, okay. we we've been working on a number of things together. We we uh, were an IE9 launch partner, for example, a few weeks ago. Uh, Microsoft has been a sponsor of several work camps, so they're really, you know, trying to engage with the WordPress community and and get to know people and start to to get closer to the WordPress community, which I think is a great thing. It's a, another sign that I think they're they're doing this in, in a in a smart way, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll do more projects together in the future.
3: Well, I hope so too. Uh, it uh, it seems like it's a good thing for everyone if stuff like this happens. Um do you know Tony if any of this will uh will will roll back into stuff that wordpress.org users can use as well like the uh, Amazon Connect stuff?
5: Yeah, so we are working to release that feature which we call on wordpress.com the publicized feature so the ability to connect your wordpress.com blog into external services to automatically publicize your posts. We're working to release that as a .org plugin. And I'm actually not sure about about our Live Spaces importer, but certainly when people move their Spaces blog over to WordPress.com, once it's in WordPress.com, it then becomes easy for them to move on to WordPress.org if they would like to host their own blog. So, um, so hopefully you know this will will help just you know, bring a lot a lot of great bloggers into both wordpress.com and the .org community as well
3: yeah it sounds good sounds very good so um, Darmish what what do you think is the single best feature that wordpress.com offers that you guys uh, wanted to offer your uh, clients or using
4: I mean, if I can have three, I'll say three. <laughs> um, you you, you is, get three. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> I mean, the first I just point to is great, you know, what I call this Account uh, protection. It's uh, the spam management and keeping that out and just keeping people's blogs clean. Um, the second thing, um, you know, if you'd say the first is more kind of fundamentals and keeping the, the trouble out, the second and third are what I think will really excite people. Um, second being really personalization and customizing that blog so it feels like your own and great things. Um, and then the third being just a, a large number of widgets and other ways to kind of customize that experience. Um, and I think people are going to love that. Um, it's one of the things when Spaces first started that people got excited about, and I think WordPress.com is going to some downs ahead. Um, so I think people will love that. Uh,
3: thanks a lot for being here, both of you. Oh, thank you, Griffin. It was a pleasure. Nice talking okay. to you. Okay. Okay, thanks. Frederick is here as well with me, and we've got Brian Gardner and Nathan Rice of the Genesis theme. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here.
6: Yeah, you bet. Hey, Yos, Thanks for having us.
3: Oh, it's a pleasure. We've been talking and working together for, uh, how long has it been now, Brian? Over a year, we've, we've been somehow inv- involved with each other every once in a while.
0: Yep, yep, yep. It's been at least a year, so...
3: So you guys, uh, when, when we worked before StudioPress, which uh, uh, was doing all these loose themes, um, you've basically bundled it up and made it into one framework now, which is all the rage, of course, for word, for theme developers. Could you tell us a bit about uh, why you did that and what it means for users?
0: Uh, I can start off. This is Brian Gardner, by the way, uh, in case you don't recognize the voiceover, Nathan. Um, really what it came down to uh, was me developing the conceptual um, piece of Genesis primarily because I was very selfish. Uh, that, that's kind of like the backstory. Uh, really what it came down to was users and, and the, the desire for me to not have to update a particular element of a theme across 20 different themes. Uh, things with WordPress 2.0, custom navigation, prime example of something that would have normally taken uh, a lot more time to update. And it made no sense because for me, most of the themes that were on Studio Press in some way, shape, or form uh, borrowed code from other themes. And there was just so much alike in all of them. I thought, you know, I think it's possible to, to build something where uh, foundation wise, in terms of code, can share the same code and then just be dressed up differently, you know, by ways of styles and designs, or and, and what ultimately resulted was child themes. Uh, And about that time, I contacted Nathan. He was um, venturing off and doing a few other uh, new things. And so uh, Nathan and I have known each other for, gosh, over three years. And, you know, I've contracted him to do certain code pieces and things like that. So we had a real rapport um, already. And and at that point, I asked him if that was something that, you know, he saw vision in the same way I did, which is, you know, having, you know, a really, really strong set of code uh, and then the ability to change the way it looked on the outside.
3: Yeah, having worked with your different themes before, I, I, I can admit to knowing that there were large parts that were the same, so it makes absolute sense. Um, was it a hard job to do, though, because you had quite a few themes going and you basically ported them all to child themes, right?
0: Yeah, you know, ultimately what we did was we, you know, we, we built Genesis first and then one by one, you know, migrated the, the classic themes off into child themes and, and there were minor, minor changes, but um, for the most part, every theme that was um, that existed prior to Genesis, um, the integrity of the, de- the design has been pretty much kept intact. You know, the, the biggest piece uh, of going from classic stuff over to Genesis was uh, when I first contacted Nathan, the original idea was to still keep all of the theme files kind of as, as typical theme files are with PHP code and you know, stuff that folks recognize in terms of, you know, regular WordPress calls. Um, and then Nathan and I had had some really good conversations, um, many of which stretched me uh, from a, a change standpoint in terms of, uh, you know, you know, if we were really going to build it the way we wanted to, we needed to kind of extract things and build some custom functions and and kind of change the way that I was directing it towards a much, much better way, which he suggested.
3: Okay, so Nathan, you you actually had to do all the work, I understand here.
0: <laughs> I,
6: well, for the, uh, we split the work. Brian handled most of the obviously like the, the child theme developments and stuff, and then also he did all the CSS for the vanilla Genesis style. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff on the back end was uh, was actually done, written by me, with a lot of input and direction from Brian in, in terms of. Uh, the things that he wanted to be in the theme and um, the features that we wanted to you know, punt and the stuff we wanted in there for 1.0, stuff like that.
3: Okay, cool. So what was the, uh, in working with it, because you've worked with several f- different theme clubs, haven't you? Uh, mm-hmm. in the past. Yes. What was the difference between Genesis and what you've done in the past?
6: Well, Genesis is to me something that I had been wanting to do for a long time, and, and like Brian mentioned, he he really wanted to stay traditional in the way the theme was built, and uh, and I wanted to, you know, I was sort of on the other uh, uh, extreme of uh, I wanted to abstract everything and make everything based on hooks, and you know that way you could put anything anywhere, but also you could remove anything from anywhere as well, but. Um, that's the main difference is that uh between genesis and any other theme i've built in the past is that um it's a it really is a framework it is built specific it is built uh in fact not to be run by itself it's it's built to be run using uh you know alongside a child theme and i think that's the major difference between genesis and and anything else i've done
3: yeah i've I've always sort of been uh I've been wanting to do the child theme thing, and I've always been too lazy to, to do it, actually. Um, so, if I'm running uh, one of the older uh, Studio Press themes on sites, which I actually am on quite a few of, of them, um, would you uh, um, say that it would be better for me to port them over to Genesis and then uh, and throw over a child theme again?
0: Uh, if you uh, ask, go ahead, Nathan.
6: Oh, I would say so. I, I think that um, running running on a theme like Genesis gives you the flexibility. I mean, assuming that you make your modifications correctly, which of course we teach people how to do in our forums and in our documentation. But assuming that you make your modifi- modifications correctly, you can continue to upgrade Genesis. You know, we've gone from 1.0, which was our initial release, to uh, 1.3.1. And several releases in between, uh, you know, minor and major releases. And people who have done their modifications the proper way have been able to upgrade version after version after version and get new features like WordPress custom nav menus. Um, Brian can probably, in, in other things like you can use, uh, you know, anything custom post type stuff like that that uh, that WordPress adds that Genesis eventually takes advantage of. But you don't have to go through and piece by piece, line by line, update your old, you know, traditional theme. So – and it doesn't break your site. You know, you can upgrade with confidence. We do lots and lots and lots of testing. And, um, and of course, the support is superb. So if anything does go wrong, you know, uh, there's somebody there ready and willing to help you. So to me, this is, a, of course, laying aside the SEO benefits of, of a theme because we really did think about – and I know, Yost, you, you care about this kind of thing too – uh, yeah. Not not necessarily talking about the uh, the SEO features, uh, the the explicit ones, but more just the mar- the markup structure, and you know being optimized and slimmed down and semantic and stuff like that. That's what you're going to get in Genesis, as opposed to maybe some of the older themes.
3: Well, yeah, of course the older themes were optimized by yours truly at a certain point in time, so they were pretty yeah. good actually. No. Well, that's actually one of the
7: things I wanted to ask them about is, you know, what are the SEO advantages that you guys offer in in Genesis compared to maybe some of the plugins that are popular or some of the other theme developers, without you know naming any names.
0: Well, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily Nathan. I'll let you, you know, basically piggyback off of this concept. We didn't necessarily uh, put uh, SEO in there to to trump other. other plugins per se, it, it's there on the on the leisure that some folks don't like a mishmash of all kinds of things. So it's there as more of a luxury for those who want to work within Genesis itself. Um, you know, and Nathan, you can expand on you know what specifically is there that might not be in other places. But again, you know, we didn't set out to to shut people down from an SEO standpoint. We just you know provided uh, in, in Genesis what people pretty much have asked us to provide, which is the SEO that's there.
6: Right, and any and any shortfall or short shortcomings on the part of uh, the common SEO plugins out there, um, you know, we tried to make up for, assuming, of course, that eventually they were going to do the same things. You know, we're not trying to to get ahead of the market or anything like that. It's just, like Brian said, it's just a it's just a, uh, a the fact that some there there are certain things that our users had requested that uh, that no SEO plugin, and certainly not Genesis. Nobody had it, and so we, we put it in there that way. But in terms of going back to Frederick's um, original question, the things the the things that Genesis does in terms of SEO is um, the the first thing we do, and this is something I spend a lot of my time on when I'm actually developing Genesis and putting new features in is making sure that the new features don't slow the theme down too much. Because I mean, I did we did internal benchmarkings with uh, benchmarks with um, with you know other themes, free themes, and, and other sorts of things like that. And one problem that we noticed is that while the features were very cool, um, a lot of times they would they would severely slow down the, the the page load time on on your site or blog. And that's something that we absolutely did not want to do with Genesis. We we wanted to make sure that the things that we offered were making were making your, your site cool, but at the same time we're keeping it um, you know quick and efficient. Um, because uh, not only is that you know, a usability feature because people are not going to stick around and wait for your site to load for 10 minutes. You know? um, that's an exaggeration. But um, at the same time, you, know, you, you want, you want the, the search engine spiders to be able to crawl your site fast as well. So that's the first thing we did. The second thing, as I mentioned a second ago, was, was really thought through the, the markup structure made sure it was semantic all of our, our using micro formats and using um, you know name divs that were uh, logical and described what was in them and not necessarily their location or their design um, and then of course third of all is we added in post SEO options which is sort of reminiscent of, of what you would see in a plugin like all in one SEO you know le- allowing you to uh, form your own document title your own uh, meta description and 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 that sort of thing and then also our SEO settings page which has bunches of options um, there as far as you know where you want your your h1 to be wrapped around on the home page um, uh, your home page document title what types of archives you want to be um, indexed and and that sort of thing um, and then of course I think to me the coolest part of Genesis SEO was the fact that that, like Brian was saying, it's it is more of a luxury. Um, if you don't want the Genesis SEO options, all you have to do, and and if say you're you're you really really like all-in-one SEO or Headspace or something like that, if you activate one of those plugins, our SEO stuff goes away completely. Like there is n- n- no part of our SEO remains remnant. It, it completely disables itself, and uh, and sort of gets out of the way and lets the uh, the SEO plugin. Take the reins, so.
3: But that would mean that you'd lo- lose some stuff that's not in all-in-one SEO. For, that's correct. For instance.
6: Yeah. So you, so there's a choice to make. Obviously, you know, if, if there's something in Genesis that you really like, then you know you can't. See, it's it's all or nothing, and so I, maybe that's a maybe that's a weakness. But I think that that we really want to be uh, in in a state of humility when it comes to that. We don't want to tell tell users that they're not allowed to use an SEO plugin because our stuff is so awesome we want them to be able to, to make that decision completely on their own
7: so that leads me to a, another thing because I mean there's lots of DIYs and developers obviously and one of the strengths of having a, a, a plugin framework and a successful you know business making plugins and so on and themes and so on and so forth is the community so you said you have forums and so on and so forth so I mean are you guys just day in and day out just um Constantly helping people, you know, build their themes and, and tune their sites, or how does it work in terms of support with, with Genesis?
0: Yeah, well, obviously, we we do have a support forum, and, and you know, it's primarily meant for support questions, but we do an a, an obscene amount of helping uh, from a style and SEO and, and stuff that would typically fall outside the range of what typical support is. But um, I learned at a very early age that taking care of people, uh, especially people who pay money and, and you know for your for your stuff, you know, really, really. Is a number one priority. Uh, so you know, the first line <laughs> of support we have is the forum. Uh, we're we're just about at two hundred thousand posts right now in the forum, and over thirty three thousand members currently. Uh, so it's definitely an active forum. But one thing, uh, once we we launched um, Genesis, that kind of became quite evident was uh, there are a lot of developers in the WordPress community who who really, you know, uh, have a tendency to to find something they like and then really really want to use it and participate. That's kind of how WordPress evolved. You know, you kind of get that open source community where, where folks just want to help and, you know, be helped and promoted and marketed. And there's just a lot of kind of cross-promotional um, type stuff going on. And so uh, a few months ago, I kind of had this idea to um, develop what is now um, called the Genesis Development, you know, subsite site off of StudioPress, uh, which is at dev.studiopress.com. And, and what that became was was more of a comprehensive um, you know wiki you know type site where uh, developers can now get involved in and help us with our documentation if they find you know great ways to do things uh, and in return we help promote them too so uh, the the development site which is becoming a pretty comprehensive uh, you know list of tutorials how to's code snippets and things like that uh, so that that's around as well because um, for me you know Nathan, uh, really pointed out along the way that teaching people how to fish will certainly help them be fed down the road, uh, and, and so he, you know, instilled in, in into me the importance of you know really taking you know our time and really helping people because we realize there's a bit of a learning curve when you kind of go from a traditional theme to a framework. Uh, but once you get to that framework point and and kind of even know somewhat what you're doing, you know, the, the power outside of you know the power in that is is just huge. So. Uh, you know, we've got the support forum, the Genesis development site, which is now where we foster, you know, developers and teach people how to do things. And, you know, we have some other ideas down the road that we'll probably get to, um, you know, but support and, you know, information is, is really, really key for us.
7: Well, that's great. It sounds like it's definitely working. So in terms of the future of Genesis and trends you, might, you guys might be seeing in the industry, I mean, can you give us some some direction, some insight into, you know, what's next and, and what people are looking for and how people are using WordPress and things like that.
6: One of the things that we're going to be focusing on probably in the next, um, I don't know, Brian, probably three to six months is, um, and even even stuff that's out right now, is focusing more on getting users involved, um, getting, getting a, a particular type of user involved. That's a it's a it's the kind of user who doesn't necessarily want to use CSS and and hooks and that sort of thing to to modify their site. They just want a, a basic canvas that they can put their mark on and then you know mainly for quick development that sort of thing so. We're seeing that as, as something that that our users are are asking for, um, even though it's something that you know <laughs> I've said this before on Twitter and stuff. I, I I despise WYSIWYG. I despise you know color selectors and stuff like that. But it is something that users want, and um, and Brian and and uh, and a colleague of ours um, who's involved in the Genesis community named Gary Jones have been uh, developing. Uh, uh, Brian, is this common knowledge? I just want to make sure I'm not yeah o- yes, overstep okay, okay. <laughs> the developing uh, the, the prose theme which is basically our uh, a theme that it's a child theme for genesis and it uh, allows you to, to change colors fonts you know font sizes borders and stuff like that from within a settings page um which again is something that that our users are, are very very happy to see. So stuff like that is probably where we're we're heading as far as Genesis. And, Of course, we're going to continue developing Genesis, making it more solid, giving it more options, and uh, and and obviously keeping up with whatever trends that uh, or whatever features WordPress uh, gives us.
3: So. Uh- um, we need to go to a break first, but I've got a, a series of questions after this. Uh, so let's take a quick break, and then will be right back with Brian Gartner and Nathan Rice of the Genesis Feed.
2: Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more WordPress Community Podcast after this.
1: $250,000 in cash prizes and all-year-long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup Competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com
2: Registration ends soon. So put your system to the test today. Hey, Joel calm here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! How to run an online business that pays and pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K A C H I N G
8: book.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs.
4: It's time. it's time to get inside with Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: The WordPress Community Podcast continues, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Ghost Evok and Frederick Towns.
3: So we're back with Brian Gardner and Nathan Rice of Genesis and Studio Press. Um, Nathan, you were just talking about uh, the new developments that you guys are working on. Have you seen a, a shift in, in the kinds of users that use themes like Genesis over the last six months to a year? But something I've noticed, uh, as I'll lead you to your answer, is. Um, is that there's a, a, a lot more people using um, WordPress for non-blog sites these days, and Genesis seems like one of the easiest ways to do that at the moment. Well, would yeah, you agree? I, I,
6: I definitely agree. I think that, um, at, at least in the in the framework space, I don't... there are obviously themes that, that do the CMS style very well, but um, in terms of frameworks, I think because Genesis really embraced the child theme concept, um, we're able to build custom home pages that that are, that have nothing to do with the blog whatsoever. So, and as, as far as the types of users, over the last I, Genesis we released on February first, so over the last you know six eight months or so, we have seen. At first, we saw you know it was mostly people who were interested in the concept of a framework and a lot of developers and that sort of thing. But over time, we've really started to see the novice users. Um, Embrace the idea of a framework, mainly just because Genesis does so much of the work for them that they don't have to code all of this stuff. But yeah, I'm seeing we're definitely seeing a trend. I think in um, in new users, of course, people new to to WordPress itself, but um, but also people new to the idea of of child themes, of theme frameworks, and 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 they're really taking. I think they're taking it well. I think that they're they're learning fast and, and 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 that's due in part to not only great users but also great documentation and great support. So, yeah, definitely.
3: One of the things I've I've noticed is that you guys seem to uh, to give back an awful lot to the community. Of course, uh, we BlueThemes, uh, was one of the first to discover uh, to do, um, to give their custom nav uh, stuff to the WordPress core. Can we see stuff from you guys going into WordPress Core anytime soon?
0: Uh, That's probably a question better suited for, you know, the the folks at WordPress themselves. Because as far as I know, uh, I'm guessing that when when WordPress identifies features and functions inside a theme that, you know, are, are relevant or would make sense to be used universally throughout WordPress, my guess is the flow of that conversation goes from WordPress to the developer saying, hey, you've got some great stuff here. We'd like to incorporate that into Core. You know, would you be willing to, you know, I mean, technically, themes are GPL licensed, so WordPress doesn't have to ask. But, you know, as, as a courtesy, I know they do. Uh, so when, when that time comes, you know, we are absolutely open to, to helping in any way we can. So uh, we don't have anything in the pipeline because it's not for us to approach them with something. Uh, but if there, you know, there's pieces of Genesis or child themes or plugins or anything that we do, you know, we're certainly happy to, you know, you know, play ball and, and work with them on that.
3: Cool. Uh, so that gives one of the things uh, I wanted to talk about what you've been doing with the simple sidebars uh, plugin. Uh, maybe either of you can expand a bit on what that does, because I was intrigued when I saw that.
0: Uh, I'll let Nathan answer that question because he's the one who built the plugin conceptually. You know, as is the case with most of what we do, uh, I bring to him say, hey, I got this really cool idea or somebody has asked us to build this. Can we do it? And then you know, then it goes to Nathan, and he either says we can or can't, or usually finds a way. So uh, Nathan built that plugin, so I'll let him answer the question.
6: Yeah, basically, uh, simple sidebars is the idea of there. There are you know one, one or two, and depending on the theme, you know, it's three or four uh, widget widget areas on a in, a in a theme. For for Genesis, that is um, either the primary or the secondary sidebar. And what Simple Sidebars allows you to do is it allows you to register new widget areas, and then conditionally put them in those different. Uh, we'll call them theme locations. So, for instance, on if you have a, a three-column layout using Genesis, the primary sidebar would be you know a one theme location, and the second, secondary sidebar would would be a a second like a another theme location. And we allow you to say, like, on a particular page or something like that, you, you can register a new sidebar, say, say for your About page. And in that, uh, that new widget area, you can put whatever widgets you want to, like at the Author Profile widget or something like that. And that's what will show up on that About page instead of the default sidebar that goes on every other page. So it sort of allows you to conditionally put Conditionally conditionally replace the um, the contents of a of a particular you know sidebar theme location uh, with with whatever you want to um, with you know assuming that you can do it through a widget. So for for us it was the sort of the it was a it was the response to a need. Like Brian said, people had they were using widget logic a lot, which is a good plug-in. It's just that sometimes there's people are putting in you know tons and tons and tons of different. Uh, conditions just to make sure that it showed up in the right place and that made the screen really, really long and that sort of thing. So uh, this was sort of a, a response to that need.
3: Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And as far as I'm concerned, it's one of the two things we need in, in WordPress uh, because the other one would be more like widget logic where I can actually uh, do do something to a widget from within a post so I can have something appear in the sidebar only for a certain page or stuff like that. Now, There's plugins out there that do it, but it's it, it all still seems cumbersome. And this looked like a pretty elegant solution.
6: Yeah, it is cumbersome and, and what we did was we took sort of a page from the way menus are handled right now. So instead of registering a widget area, you register, like I said, a theme location and then you assign a menu to that theme location. And it's sort of that same concept with a little bit of um like like I said, conditional logic involved. Which I think you're. I think you're right. That's that is something that that WordPress could probably use.
3: Uh, yeah, it could because it's a mess right now, and it's hard, pretty yeah. hard to explain to people. <laughs> hey, something completely different. You guys recently merged with uh, with Copyblogger. Um, and it was Brian Clark, who's of course uh, a good friend of mine because he wasn't there this year, but he was at Oktoberfest a couple of years back, and well, once you've gone to Oktoberfest together, you'll you'll be buds for life. I can assure you. <laughs> um uh but uh, wh- why did that merger happen and what what's going to change for you guys because of that
0: um that's a, a a great question and has definitely led to an interesting couple of months here for us at studio press um the conversations that took place were um were, were great conversations between brian and i and and, and brian had a vision with um publishing that took a, a number of elements uh, and, and he wanted to kind of build a company around, um, around that, having, you know, a, a handful of, of products and services that all people who use WordPress or, um, you know, publishing a publishing platform like that and, and put together an ex, a user experience, you know, that kind of carried them through from the start to the, you know, to the end. And, uh, you know, when Brian and I started talking about it and, and sharing, you know, him sharing that vision and, and me you know, personally being at a point where I wanted to make some sort of significant you know movement or step or change with studio press uh, it, it was just the right fit you know he was talking about you know scribe SEO which is kind of an SEO um, you know content um, you know uh, content feature you know and, and how that could work uh, you know and, and some of his colleagues you know prior to us talking you know had had suggested that Genesis was a great you know, framework to work within where they wanted to take their own stuff. And so it was just a natural fit. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun things planned. Uh, right now we're still kind of going through a company formation mode where we're trying to sync up, you know, how, the, how all of our processes work because there's a couple of lines of business that are doing things differently. So right now, you know, we're still, you know, we're diligently working towards progressing our, our products. But in the meantime, we're also, you know, getting things in line so that we're ready to uh, truck forward, you know, in the matter of the next few weeks or month or so.
3: Okay, cool. Uh, anything you can share already that you'll be doing because of this that's new to people?
0: Um, there are some things that we've got brewing. Uh, I don't know that necessarily they're on the, the immediate horizon uh, in terms of, of public knowledge. We've got some products that we're building out. Uh, so unfortunately, I just want to kind of keep it at that. But uh, yeah, we've definitely got some development going and some, some big things planned.
3: Okay, cool. Well, we'll have to get you back at a certain point to talk about the new things that you're doing now.
0: Sure.
3: <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, I'm actually interested to see
7: if there's any common like challenges that, they, that the, the Studio Press team here, is, or Genesis team, has seen in, uh, in the forums that um, they might want to be able to explain on this platform, maybe in more detail than they can, in typing things out. You know, whether that be with Genesis or WordPress in general or something like that, is there anything that comes to mind, guys, that you think is a maybe a killer tip you might want to share with folks?
6: Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that the most common challenge with people who are, especially with people who are moving to Genesis from uh, a more traditional theme, is the idea that you that when you want to make a modification. You know, you open up your child theme or you go to the theme editor, and you don't see in there the, what you're used to seeing. You're not you don't you're not seeing the page.php and single.php and and all of these different um, these standard template files that you're that you're used to seeing. And, and the reason being is because um, it's not that we don't support those. In fact, we we encourage people to use those. Those files, but we encourage you to use them in a different way. What most people are used to doing is, if uh, let's say they had a particular page that they wanted to, you know, n- not have the uh, <clears throat> the uh, they say say there's a particular page that they or, or 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 post that they wanted to have comments not displayed on. And so what they would normally do is do they would duplicate the single.php file, add the little dash and then the the ID of the of the post that they're that they're trying to target and then and then they would go in there and they would remove the line for you know comments or whatever. And that's not the way we do things in Genesis. There is there is a you know, you do create the single dash ID PHP, but you then you do a remove action and, you know, stuff like that. So it's a that's to me the most common thing I see in Genesis when people just sort of not at least conceptually not quote unquote getting it is why in the world can't I just go in and, and modify this line and my change be made um and of course the reason being is is we we want you to be able to upgrade your theme at some point and so um doing it using hooks makes your your child theme future-proof so to me that's the most common difficulty i see with users in in switching to genesis
3: well i've always felt that learning a a child's framework like that Uh, Sort of feels like learning a new language a a bit. Uh, Do you guys feel like that too, or is that is Genesis different than that from the other platforms?
0: No, I'll agree with you. It it is definitely learning a new language. Um, You know, and I come from the the old school class of you know regular PHP files where you could go in and modify typical WordPress code. And so, you know, along the development cycle of Genesis, Nathan and I've had. Infinite amount of conversations where I've resisted towards going one way because that's how I'm used to doing it and how I think other people are used to doing it, and, and he would always come back and explain to me the benefits of why long-term, you know, extracting a function or you know doing something like that, um, you know, it is a wise choice just for the better of the the framework. And so, you know, it's been kind of fun to, to be stretched in that regard because. Uh, once I started working with Genesis myself and doing sites and learning how to, you know, add and remove functions, it's really not all that difficult or as difficult as, as one thinks when they start. You know, if you if you got dropped in the middle of France and, and someone tried to teach you the language, the first day or two, you'd really struggle. Uh, but once you live in the culture and, you know, kind of just absorb what goes around you, you tend to learn that much quicker. And there's a period where you're like, well, this really isn't as bad as I thought. And once you get to that point, then it's nothing but benefits, you know, at that, you know, going, going down the road. So, um, you know, I agree with that, that analogy. It, it's fairly, you know, uh, fairly accurate. And so, what we, you know, it's just it's our job to teach people how to speak that other language.
3: Yeah, that's a heck of a job. Uh, we need, need to take another break to pay some bills, so we'll be right back with Brian Gartner and Nathan Rice of, Gen- of Genesis and Studio Press.
2: Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more WordPress community podcasts after this.
8: AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia. Strong ROI made simple. Traffic. Leads. Money. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm
2: the wordpress community podcast continues only on webmasterradio.fm once again here's ghost evok and frederick towns
3: and we're back with brian and nathan Something I uh, posted a while back about, which you guys picked up on, or Nathan especially picked up on quite rapidly, was I did a post a- about why I don't think SEOs, stuff like uh, titles and meta descriptions, should be in theme metadata. Um, and you actually have a solution for that now, Nathan, don't you?
6: Yeah, I believe it was probably it was either that day or soon...
3: Yeah, so it was the same didn't... day. You, re- you yeah. released it the same day I did the post, which made people think that I knew about the plugin, which wasn't true.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I think you're right. The same day we released a plugin called the SEO Data Transporter plugin, and basically it serves one purpose, and that is to, um, is to take in-post SEO data, like custom titles, descriptions, no-index, no-follow, stuff like that, and transfer it from one platform to another, and and it's not exclusive to themes. It's it's um, you know you can go between Genesis and All in One SEO or or Headspace or Platinum SEO and all these different, or you can go the other way if you want to go from theme to theme or plugin to plugin. Um, <clears throat> but it, but it basically it was it was birthed out of the idea that um, and this is one of the few I can take credit for. I actually. Brian has most of the ideas, but I actually had this one. So um, the 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 idea was that, that your data belongs to you. It doesn't belong to a theme, and it doesn't belong to a particular plugin. And if you want to switch between, if you want to leave uh, Headspace and move to All In One SEO or or something like that, then you should be able to do that. And and what that meant for us, you know, internally too, was we had to tell people if you want to stop using Genesis and move to a different platform. We are giving you the tool to do that, and of course, we took that from the concepts that WordPress um, has set forth in their export ability. Um, they let you take your your blog content wherever you want to, uh, to any other platform that you want, and uh, and of course, they have an importer too, so you can bring it. But um, the idea is 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 we do not want to lock you into our platform. And at the same time, we want to give you a the, the opportunity the opportunity to move to our platform too, if you if you so so desire. So that that was the concept behind the plug plugin. And um, so, in my opinion, that sort of nullified what you were saying. But I, I, I do understand what you were saying as well. It was it was a good. Well,
3: point. My, yeah, my my problem was twofold. One that. Um the thing is that if data like that is in a theme, like it would be if you use the Genesis SEO stuff and works basically the same in all big other premium themes um, your data would be in that theme and once you switched away from that framework and went to another framework, a lot of people forget about actually moving the data Mm -hmm. if you didn't forget about moving the data then your plugin is just a gift from heaven because it makes it really really easy to move it um but i i still think that that we should uh and maybe that's something we should build into all these uh themes as well that we should just warn people if they move to another framework like hey you've just disabled this uh, this theme um might be a good idea to import uh all the uh, seo metadata into whatever you're using now
6: yeah absolutely and and uh, another way of doing it and i don't know how how possible it would be, but, you know, getting plug-in and theme developers together to sort of standardize how we store our SEO data would be another great idea, but I just think that, I mean, I reached out to a lot of people in um, when I was building this plug-in, and, and there really wasn't a whole lot of interest in, in the plug-in itself, so I, my, my guess is there's, not, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of interest in collaboration either, so... Yeah, uh,
3: I would be I would be very interested in talking about how to do this in a, in the same way for everyone. The thing is, we actually lack one table that we all, that all of us seem to be needing as a, a metadata table for taxonomies. True. Uh, yeah, and everyone seems to work around that in his own peculiar way. Right, uh, but it's always a hack, uh, so uh, that's never good. But yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to see. I, I I love the fact that you build that plugin, and it will make life a bit easier. And uh, we'll have to come up with some uh, with some good coding styles for people to uh, to make stuff happen when people switch themes. I think we uh, we owe that to the community as a whole. I've seen too many clients who switched themes and forgot that their previous four hundred posts had different data, on them. so that, that mean and which meant they lost all their traffic.
6: And one thing that we try to do, obviously we can't do, we can't, um, you know, if you switch away from Genesis, there's nothing we can do as far as helping your, the old data work with whatever theme or plugin you happen to be switching to. But what we, what we can do is if you are switching to Genesis and you do forget, um, we do use, we check for any of the old, you know, uh, SEO metadata that's stored for posts and pages. Um, we check for that. So if you've got one of those in and you haven't filled anything for gen- if you haven't filled anything in for the Genesis SEO, we'll use that old SEO data. So so hopefully you won't lose um, the the utility of um, of that SEO data. But um, you know during the conversion process, you know before you before you get a chance to run a plugin like ours or something like that, you you won't be totally out of luck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, cool. Um, None of them touching on on plugins anyway. I don't know, Frederick. Had you, do you have any other questions you'd like to ask now?
7: No, I just uh, I was just uh, very glad to hear you know the the inner workings and and uh, methodologies in Genesis, and and uh, we thoroughly covered that. Are you thinking about getting into uh, plugin picks now, Yoast?
3: I am. Yeah, I've already picked two of them, so they've only got a few left. <laughs>
7: Well, then you've got me covered because I don't have one,
3: so. Okay, well, then, then you're you're good to go. <laughs> um, I know that you released another one, Nathan, that you'll want to talk about, which I'm very happy to see uh, happening as well. So uh, if you want to tell us what it is and what it does, I'd, I'd be very happy.
6: Yeah, basically, we, we wrote a plug last week called um, Simple URLs, and basically, all it does is it uses custom post types as a way of storing custom URLs, and this could be, you know, links off to different. Um, it could be links off to ads. So if you have advertisers on your blog, you can you can link off using this instead of linking directly to their to their site. You can sort of mask that and um, also affiliate URLs. Same same concept. Internal URLs. Whatever URL that you want it to actually you know link to. And uh, it uses, like I said, the custom post types, and it stores the uh, source clicks as a post meta too. So basically, every you know, it, it does click tracking too. So you can tell how many times something's been clicked on. And um, the reason why we use custom post types as opposed to what is pretty common in uh, the WordPress space right now, which is using pages and then a a number of different methodologies but basically it all comes down to using a three-oh-one redirect whenever you access that page and it sends you off to whatever other page number one that lacks any type of click tracking but number two um, as auto who is uh... who is a, a, a very respected member in the wordpress community has has said before in a blog post um, when you get a bunch of pages in your rewrite structure it's going to significantly slow down your site so we wanted to use custom post types with a custom rewrite structure that would not at all um, conflict with uh, any of your 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 uh, pages and posts, and so that it doesn't have any performance issues. It scales really well. So if you have tons and tons of links that you are, are wanting to, to redirect to, you can have them, and, and it's not gonna it's not gonna slow down your site or anything like that. And uh, you know, as time goes on, we're gonna continue to add features as users request them. So that's uh, that's the simple URLs plugin
3: well very cool can I request a feature right now sure um, the, the single thing that uh, it doesn't do yet that I'd, li- I'd like to see in there and that would make me change over immediately uh, was if you did uh, a modified post redirect thing so if you if you modify the slug on a post that's already been published that you automatically uh-huh. uh, redirect the old slug to the new slug that is on, something. Uh, oh,
6: okay.
3: On anything, basically. Does, uh, does
6: that not already do that, or not? Th- um, no,
3: not it. It somehow does it for some stuff, but not for all of it. Okay, and that's because of the weird mm-hmm. matching that goes on. I, I've never found it to be as reliant as uh, reliable as it should be um, in core. Uh, I've always used redirection for that by John Godley, who works for Automatic these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um he doesn't seem to be able to get redirection working with 3.0 the way it should be it's, it, it, I've got all the, all sorts of nasty bugs happening on Yoast.com each time I publish a new post so um I know uh, that it, old
6: old slugs are normally they're stored as a, a a hidden custom field like underscore Wp old slug or something like that so if you know if, if those are stored and they have access I'm sure that probably wouldn't be too too
3: difficult. So I would hope and agree, I uh, hope so, and uh, I'd, I'd love to agree with you, I just don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but but if, if that would work, that would be really cool. I'm, I love that you guys use custom post types. If if not mm-hmm. only, and, and Frederick knows better at, at this than I, but the, the thing is, if you query for a custom post type, you're not querying the entire bloody post post table. Exactly. Um so for the geeks out there, that that's the the best thing about custom post types is that you can actually query for something specific. Um which makes it really a lot faster than anything else. Okay, very cool. do, do you have another pick you want to share with us, Brian, perhaps?
0: Oh boy. Um <laughs> honestly, on the spotlight. <laughs> no, not spotlight. We just covered um most of the, the plugins that you know we were um
3: so, so, what what other plugins do you use that you haven't written? It's always good to hear about other stuff too. Oh gosh,
0: let me pull up Studio. I try really hard to. to use. I'll give
3: you a couple of seconds to uh, uh, to think about it. I, I've got a, a, a plugin that I was uh, quite intrigued with, and that you might actually tell me as to whether it works with Genesis. It's called Press This Reloaded. Um, Now, I I use Press This as in the bookmarklet that allows you to quickly post something from anywhere uh, uh, into your own WordPress install. I use that quite often, um, but it lacks a few features. Press This Reloaded adds stuff like uh, the meta boxes uh, you need for the SEO title and the meta description uh, to the Press This display, which makes it a lot more useful to me. I, don't, I haven't tried, actually, whether it works with Genesis. Um,
0: yeah, I, but, I can't speak whether it does or not. I, I honestly can't I can't imagine why it wouldn't, but we can definitely do no.
3: it, <laughs> it. It's a really cool, uh, just simple addition to press this, because basically uh, as a SEO geek as I am, I, I always tend to set my post titles quite... Uh, um, well, it's something I, I care and think about, so I, I want to be able to do that from within WordPress as well. It's written by uh, Scribu, or however you pronounce, and pronounce that, who's uh, well, one of the more respected people in the WordPress community as well, so uh, it's it's got some good stuff going for it. It's been a pleasure having you on. Let's uh, make sure that everybody uh, hears about uh, everything that happens that you guys are doing for the community, and, and not just because they need to buy Genesis or whatever, but because I, I really think you guys are, are doing a, a lot of good for the community lately, which I really appreciate. Thank you. So thanks. Uh, we'll have you back uh, somewhere uh, early next year, I guess. And, yeah, you guys uh,
7: let us know when they have their, uh, their new features ready. That's
3: yeah, ready. please do let us know. We'll hear about it, I guess. But do, do let us know. We'll, we'd be glad to have you back. I appreciate it, guys. Okay, yeah, thanks. Uh, and everyone else, uh, I, I think we're going to be, be back on our regular schedule, so we'll be here next week. Uh, that, that means uh, Tuesdays, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.